This is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. I feel like we need some sort of theme song in there. Like James Bondy sort of blah, 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 blah. No? No good? <laughs> you can tell now by the way he walks, he's a woman, man. No good. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay. Um, okay, so people, we're uh, into... <laughs> welcome to Podcast 5, officially. <laughs> officially welcome to Podcast 5. I hope you enjoyed the intro. Now, uh, Podcast 5 is uh, a little bit of a combination between two events. Mm-hmm. The first one being the first time we met C1 and D1. Yeah, yeah, C1 and D1. C1 and D1 actually have uh, surprisingly very similar names to us, mm-hmm. uh, and we're both quite a sexy couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, would you like to would you like to kick off? Yeah, the sure. First, the first part of this. So, during our last podcast, we spoke about our first ever Red Hot Pie meetup, and this is our second. So, we started looking at couples again and, and who we can meet. And we stumbled upon a couple from the city. So Sydney City was their their profile and they seemed interesting and sexy and fun and quirky. And we sent a, a not couple... not like psychopaths. No, and we sent some messages backwards and forwards. Um, and, and they were pretty responsive um, and also interested in catching up pretty promptly, I would say. Yeah, which was cool because we, we, we have... We chatted to a few people who weren't... Horribly responsive, and um, and then of course there were others who just wanted to talk constantly, forever. Yeah, but I think that the big thing there is that you know when you start talking to people, you kind of want some light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. So yeah, the fact that you know you're trying to set up a meeting and and they're saying yeah sure, you know two months out, yeah, can be a little bit demoralising. Um, you know, so the fact that. These guys were fairly spontaneous and interested in catching up pretty quickly as well as seemed extraordinarily fun was yeah. such a plus. Well, certainly for us. I mean, we, we have no kids. No. Um, so uh, the spontaneity of this was uh, of C1 and D1. Sound like bananas in pyjamas. C1, <laughs> C1 and D1 were um, very spontaneous. Uh, so we ended up actually catching up with them on Wednesday night. But look... Uh, I think I may be stepping past a little bit here. No, I think that's probably about okay. Probably about right. I think it was yeah. a, a random text during during the day, you know, noonish on a late. Wednesday. I think it, was late. it was later than that. I think was it was it? like afternoon text. Like, yeah. are you guys interested in the catch up? And we're like, hell yeah, we are. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> rushing home to shower and pretty up. Yeah, absolutely. There's that grooming thing again. We were yeah, talking grooming, about a couple yep. of podcasts ago. Some shaving, some hair, some makeup. All this grooming. Just constant, constant grooming. Okay, I might be sounding like I'm bitching about that. But Kate is constantly groomed, which is pretty awesome for me. <laughs> so it, I think that it was really cool and interesting that it was such a spontaneous event, which kind of added to the, the sexiness of the evening just overall, I would say. And um, really excited to quickly come home and, and head into the city, not just to meet another couple, but... To kind of head out on a Wednesday night was kind of exciting as well. Yeah, it was kind of, um, uh, can I say, dirty? Not dirty. Um, naughty. It yeah. was naughty. A little bit of naughty fun for you Wednesday. Break, yeah. break up the work week. Break up your crazy, boring work week. <laughs> so we had, um, 
so you know we're we're, we're looking pretty good at this point. You know, Absolutely. after all the grooming, we head into the city, and as we're arriving, you know, a little bit nervous, but not really, because again, we're so used to meeting new people that you know it's just so natural for us. So we we arrive, but on on the way, I remember she was texting me saying like, "I'm nervous." Yeah, and saying that, "Oh, look, I'm sorry, I've been late at work." I'm not as well presented as I would have liked, mm. which is, I mean, the first time we, we caught, caught, caught up with um, C1, she probably wasn't as well presented as, um, as, as she could have been, but mm. she still looked good, don't get me wrong, but you could tell that she'd been working that day. Yeah, so we, we arrive all shiny and clean, I guess, and... Um... So shiny. <laughs> Head in and, and actually they were at the bar with their, their backs turned. Yeah. They were. So um, we just walked on up and said, g'day. Yeah, we actually said on first name basis, like, hi, you know, C1 and D1. Yeah. And, um, and they were very, I remember they were like, what? Oh, oh hi. Hi, oh, guys. Hi. Oh, oh, God, I'm freaking out. Yeah, they were a bit weird like that. Yeah, so we went and grabbed um, some seats, some high seats and at a table and, and obviously ordered some drinks first. Girls sat next to each other again, and, and, you know, you were across from her and I was across from him, which gave for some interesting viewing. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it gives you the opportunity to actually kind of perv on people without being overtly perving. Uh, yeah, look, I think you were pretty overt. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> so, anyway, we, um, so we sat and we chatted for quite a while. I mean... This is so. This is a first meeting. We're going to combine the second meeting with these guys into one podcast. But the, the first meeting was really sexy. Mm-hmm. There was some good sexy chat about what they'd been involved in, you know, and, and with some graphic detail as well. Yeah, because he he was very experienced in the lifestyle and had kind of been in the lifestyle in previous relationships as well as in the lifestyle as a single man. So he, you know, thought of himself as as quite a, a sex pot and quite a player. And uh, and you know she was so she was a little bit more nervous than he was, but certainly quite interested in in playing with couples, playing with girls. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, in fact, you know, dropping the "I love to give blowjobs" line. I don't know how many times into the conversation. So that was yeah. Which I, I mean, I was totally upset about hearing. Yeah, so I hate blowjobs. So he took me for a little bit, but we, we went outside and we kind of ordered some ordered some dishes, had some, you know, had quite a few drinks at this point, and the, it was very, very obvious to everyone involved that we were all very interested in each other, and so the conversation naturally takes a a really sexy turn. You know, we're talking about being naughty, you know, doing naughty things, what we like, um, you know, sex toys, what sex toys we like, what we have at home. And, um, you know, he, he, I remember he was making kind of these, like, oh, God, you know, like, I'm so turned on right now. Um, yeah, like, uh, if it was up to him, I think we would have ended up probably heading home with him that night. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. So, um, yeah, so we were, uh, we were chatting away about, about sexy things, vibrators, um, blowjobs, um... Yeah, it was it was really. I have to say, this couple really stepped it up a notch from the last one. They were very sexy, very sexy in their um, intellectual capacity, and good to look at as well, which was kind of handy. So yeah. um, again, though, I found him to be much better presented 
than she was, yep. um, even though she was coming from work, but just still just generally. Yeah, absolutely. He and, seemed and to be taking care of himself and, and going to the gym. and seemed to be a lot more in control as well. Mm. Yeah, in terms of just his, not, not his, uh, I suppose we, we're used to outgoing individuals and he was quite an outgoing guy. Absolutely. Whereas yeah. C1 was a little less so. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little, um, little more concerned about her body image, I suppose, is probably the best way to put it. Mm, and, and quite new, you know. I think that he's probably, his confidence comes from the fact that he has had previous experiences. But he was asking us a lot of questions about, you know, what we wanted and what turns us on, really focusing his attention on, on me as well. So he would actually ask a question and then just listen, which was really yeah. lovely. Yeah, really lovely, and turned you on to no end. Well, it's nice when somebody actually pays attention to you. Yeah, without a doubt. So uh, just, a, just a side note here. Um, we're currently sitting, whilst we're uh, doing our podcast, drinking a bottle of uh, Verve, Cliquet. Yeah, you know, because it's Monday night, and we figure, why not? <laughs> it's the most, <laughs> it's the most uh, crazy thing ever, which is a bit of a segue, actually, into something else we learnt from this experience which is um, now C has a very distinct uh, style of drinking in that when she uh, she, can, she can drink quite a lot of drink, quite a lot and is reasonably sober in doing that but then she has a switch where she'll have one or two more drinks and she'll become a garbled mess of needing to throw up is that a fair statement? that's fair yeah, so um, C actually learnt that night again that uh, controlling one's alcohol is very important in a lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things here is that I was very excited and really, really interested in the fact that he showed you know, a keen interest. He was smart and funny and all the right things. And then obviously the fact that he was saying to me, like, I'm so turned on, you know, I'm so mm. horny right now, you guys are making me horny. I, I was just like, oh, God, this is... This is so sexy. This is so good. Like, I can actually turn a guy on. This is amazing. And you nearly, you know, at this point, you're nearly sliding off the chair yourself. Yeah, it was, you know, and so <laughs> because I was so excited and because I was so, you know, having so much fun, you know, I, I, I had overindulged, absolutely. Overindulged a little. But, yeah, so um, look, that was pretty much the end of the night. Once she gets to the point that she makes the decision, it's time to go home, generally that is a decision that needs to be upheld on my end because it normally means that she's probably not too far away from wanting to throw up. It also was 2am, so it was 2 I think that at that point in time we were like, it's a school night, it's 2am, it's probably time, time, it's time, time to, to call it. Probably time to call it. Um, yeah. You know, they were interested in taking us back to his place. He didn't live on his own. He actually had a flatmate. Uh, and to her admission, the place was quite a man cave and dirty and disgusting so a couple of things there I was like okay well where are we taking this because they'd made it very clear they were full swap uh couple absolutely and second thing to that I was thinking oh my god what is this like place going to look like and have mm. the flatmate there and it's a little bit awkward especially for our first potentially first time um you know with another couple yeah absolutely so we um we called it that night went home but uh, we're, we're very interested in C1 and D1 for another catch-up. And, and we actually organised, we did organise something again on another 
uh, weeknight. I think it was it that week or the next early no, next week. No, it was the next week or the week after. Yeah, but we, we so we organised something else. But um, there was a it was a it was a failed to meet. There was actually um, C one had a, a family emergency which required her to uh, uh, to not attend. So we weren't we weren't particularly interested in catching up with just one of them. We wanted to see them both. So um, we held off for, for the next week, I think. So it's probably two weeks, three weeks later at this point. Um, we had been there had been some texting between C and C one, you know, just keeping the uh, keeping the motor running. Mm-hmm. I suppose would be the best way to put it. Yep, just staying in contact and you know talking about the, our days and actually, in fact, between these two meetups, which we'll cover for another podcast. But we actually went to um, our favourite club here in Sydney, and we did have a little bit of play and. They had also had some play, um, and so I think it was a Saturday morning, and we did the whole, you know, how's your weekend been? What have you been up to? And and she said, "Man, have I got something to tell you?" And I said, "You know what? I got I got something to tell you too." And and she was telling us about their experience with um, a girl or another couple, actually. No, it was no, it was a couple. Oh, oh no, the sorry. girl they picked up the night we met. Sorry, them in the excuse pub. me. Yeah, excuse me. I stand corrected. Yeah, so we were talking about the fact that. They were quite horny after we left and really, really interested. And, and um, as luck would have it, they managed to pick up a girl in, in the pub and had their first threesome. So they were quite new in the light, well, she was, into the lifestyle. And, um, and they popped their cherry that night after meeting us with, with, another, with a unicorn. Yeah, which was a little upsetting, kind of. No, I, I thought it was really interesting. because no, I it was upsetting that it wasn't us. I think that one of the things that you learn is that everybody has a, a, their own journey and their own pace and, um, you know, so some people dive right in there, quite literally, dive into, you know, Full pussy sport. town. Yeah, pussy and, town. <laughs> and then other people take it, take it a little bit slower. And so they had that experience and then they had an experience with, with a couple, actually, and were telling us, not in huge amounts of detail, mm. but there was, there was enough to, fairly large amounts of detail. There was, was enough to, to, to really get the warming of the engine going. Oh, just to understand kind of ha- what happened. So it was just really interesting that we had both had something to kind of Discuss talk to each other about. In but, between, yeah. Um, so, you know, we're trying to arrange another catch-up. Uh, Dee and I are actually about to take a three-week extended holiday away. Which is an awesome podcast also to come. Yes, absolutely. We take take it international. (laughs) D&C go international. And so it was, I think, on a Wednesday or a Thursday again. Again, it was midweek, yeah. Yeah, and and it just got to the point where, you know, C1 said, look, if... You know, we, I want to catch up with you guys full stop. If we can't do it tonight, um, you know, we're not going to be able to do it. And so had cancelled some previous plans that D1 had had mm-hmm. in order to meet with us. Yeah. So we caught up um, at, a again, another uh, bar closer to them, I suppose, mm, yeah. than us um, after much dispute because we were, even leading into this, I think we were pretty keen on getting them back to our place. Yeah, but, uh, you know, anyone from Sydney will know this. There's there's a fear of coming what we call OTB, over the bridge. So we, we're, we're That's on... the Sydney Harbour Bridge for those. Yeah, so yeah. we are living just over the bridge, but, um, you know, for some people that is quite a thing. Quite... Well, they're on the other side of the bridge, so, you know, you it's know, like... It's, we're worlds apart, basically. We're worlds apart. We're like separate countries almost. <laughs> so we head, we head in to see them again, kind of in their territory, which is, which is fine because who doesn't like a bit of a night out in a place that they don't usually go to? Mm-hmm. 
And and that's where it started, I suppose. We we again had some really, really sexy chats. Yeah, um, well, we it, were... It really, I mean, we were covering off on what had happened to <laughs> both of us, weren't we? That's right. We were talking, you know, about the experience, what, what we found sexy, what we didn't find so sexy, you know, mm-hmm. some probably realistic things that do happen during a couple's swing event mm. that, you know, aren't necessarily the most sexy things to talk about. <laughs> and, um, you know, just we're talking about sex in general, actually. You're talking about previous lovers, great, great lovers. Um, mm. you know, what gets you, them off? Yeah. Yeah, we're covering off what gets them off as well, which was, which is actually pretty handy considering where the night ended up. Absolutely. Mm. And you did the same. You were, you were covering off on what gets you off as well. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, this time around... We were that sexed up that we invited them back to our place, mm-hmm. and they graciously, graciously accepted, or should I say, threw themselves at the cab. Yes. Yeah, that'd be probably more to the point, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so we continued our um, uh, our erotic chat in the car on the way to our place. It's a what a fifteen minute fifteen minute ride, I suppose, and we ended up back here. And you know, we cracked a bottle of bottle of red, sat down. Uh, spoke like grown-ups for a little while, and then um, C decided it'd be a good idea to to get out the cards and have a game of strip poker. Hmm. Now, um, at this point, you were wearing a, uh, um, a two two articles of clothing from memory. Yeah, so I've spoken about them on the last podcast. <laughs> my right. go-to go, outfit, one of your go-to outfits, and there's more than one now. She's this couple hasn't actually seen this particular go-to outfit. So again, it's a it's a crop top and a skirt, and you know it it re- requires no no kind of undergarments. No support. There's no so, support. So you know, I'm I'm there basically with a crop top and a skirt on, and no well, bra and no knickers. Not that your tits need support anyway. They're fantastic. <laughs> That was a that was a silent stare there you missed in the middle. So we're sitting there and, and yeah, so we uh, get out the the poker cards and we just tried to have a, a game of strip poker. And um, interestingly, the first person who lost was C. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, I held my own for many many hands. As in fact, it was actually C one, and uh, C one was actually wearing quite a number of clothing. So she had bra, knickers, skirt. Shirt, shirt, long sleeve shirt, jacket, boots, socks. Yeah, and yeah. was trying to trying to, trying to pull the card of one sock. No, one no, sock. one boot. Yeah, no. Trying to pull the card of oh, no, I'm going to I'm going to take a boot off at the time, and that shit doesn't fly. There's D sitting there in jeans and a shirt. D one sitting there in jeans, shirts, and a and a pair of jocks. Mm-hmm. And then C one with like ten pairs of ten things on. And C with two. Yeah, and you were two. And so she. <laughs> He was losing the first few hands and we were, come on, this is, you can't just be taking off boots and socks. That's, that's not how it's, that's not on. Yeah, that's right. Leave the boots on. <laughs> Maybe not the socks though. Sex in socks, weird. Hmm, absolutely. So yeah, so uh, she, you're right. I remember now she lost a few hands, but then you lost one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, unfortunately for me, that meant off came the top. Mm-hmm. And out came the the, uh, the boobs. That's right. It was quite cold too, I might add. Yeah, they they were quite cold. I could tell by how erect the nipples were. Mm, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we continued down this path until we all got to the point of being, well, the two guys and C were naked, but C1, due to her copious amount of clothing, ended up um, 
with still quite a lot of clothing on. Mm, absolutely. Heaps of clothing on. Yeah, so I think I believe at this point she had a skirt, knickers, a bra. No, a skirt was gone. No, it was just bra and knickers at nope, this point. came off later. The skirt was still on. Bra and knickers was, were, the skirt was off. Bra and knickers were still on. Okay. Yeah. Trust me on this. Okay. I was taking notice. Fair enough. So, um, and at this point, um, oh, I can't remember what, what happened. How did it lead from there into? Yeah, so she actually went outside for a cigarette break. Ah, oh, that's right. And, yes. um, well, something that Dee actually completely forgot to mention was that um, halfway through the game of strip poker, I decided that it was probably time to fun it up a little bit because what was happening was people were losing articles of clothing and it was getting a little bit boring, to be honest. And so I go into our bedroom and in our bedside table, I pull out a number of items, including handcuffs, both fluffy and oh, metal, sorry, I did forget um, a ball gag, a blindfold, um, mm. Mm. a tickle a tickle stick, a whip, small cat whip. of nine tails. Um, yeah, small whip. Actually, we sound like we've got the most awesome bedside table ever. Well, you can buy it in a pack, so yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> Behind bulk and save. And I go and pull that out. We need to do that with condoms now. God damn. And I bring it back to the bring it back to the table and put it out there. And so my thing was then, okay, well, at some stage, you know, I think I'm sitting there. You're naked. I'm naked at this point and had been naked for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And we decided to to mix it up and kind of have this. Okay, well, what happens if somebody loses now? You know, where do I go? I'm naked, so. You know, somebody needs to then say, okay, well, I dare you to do this or you need to do this. And so... Well, it wasn't a dare scenario. It was just a you had to. You had scenario. to, yeah. So yeah. The, first, um, the first thing that actually happened was that I lost um, after I was naked and D says to D1, you have to... Handcuff yourself to her. Lick my girlfriend's nipples. <gasps> oh, sorry, yes. And so he proceeded to do that. I mean, I... Would you like to talk about that moment? Well, that moment was pretty cool. You're right. You've got such so much. C has such a better memory than I do. I'm just going on the record with that. I think it's a girl thing. I kind of remember the partners that I've been with other than men who just kind of <laughs> raise over. Oh, mean. Yeah, it's that's terrible. True. That's terrible and not true, by the way. So, um, yeah, so he, he, um, he did. He started... Uh, kissing on your nipples. I really feel like this went on for quite a while too. It, it did, it did, it, and it wasn't horrible for me. And to be frank, see, you, um, you did seem to be enjoying it. Mm. It was quite good. I thought that he was a little bit, a little rough, a little bit rough for my yeah. liking. Yeah, but you know, it was it was probably ninety percent good. Ninety percent good, ten percent rough. Yeah, ninety percent good. <laughs> um, I actually can't recall what C one was doing at this point. Um, she was watching. So we can't really give any any insight into what the partner was doing whilst this kind of was going on. Yeah, let's say all eyes were on um, C and and D one actually uh, getting it on. I think he finished with a little uh, a little kiss, a little mm, mouth kiss. No. Yeah, he did. I'm saying he did. So he did. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So then, um, so then there was a few uh, other things that happened. So, for example, I think D one lost a hand, and and he got handcuffed to C, mm-hmm. and I, I lost a hand, and you made me put on a ball gag, 
which I might add has never been worn before. And it's really quite an irritating thing. I think if I had to put up with it for much longer, would it ended up with... Only because you were trying to have a drink at the same time. Well, look, yeah. They should put holes in ball gags for drinking. Mm. That's that's my theory. Yep. Did anyone get uh, spanked with a cat of nine? Mm, I don't think so. Did mm, they? I thought, I thought that she... C1 might have done something to you. No? No. Tickled you? There was something that happened. She got up on the other side of the table and came around to you and did... Something. Oh yeah, she she used yeah she used the tickly feathery thing. Oh, there yeah, you are. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right, absolutely. So after this fact, I'm still handcuffed to D1, and C1 is outside having a cigarette. D1 says to me, "Look, I have to go to the bathroom. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> quite totally a bit to drink. Need awkward. to go to the bathroom. This is awkward. Please unhandcuff me." Thankfully, the handcuffs in in Australia are required to be uh, quick re- release. Quick release. For anything other than police sort of activities. So uh, we quick released him and off he went to the bathroom. Yeah. And uh, we, we were standing at the door talking with C1 whilst she was smoking her cigarette. Mm-hmm. And then she came back on inside. She was still in bikini, uh, still in. Um, Mixing her, a bra and a jacket. Yeah. Um, took a jacket off and um, memory serves D1 started making out with her. Yes, and that didn't really last too long because after that she basically went straight downtown. She did go downtown, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she start, so she once started, started blowing him. And, um, yeah, and then I think you sort of moved in closer to him. Oh, no, you'd been re-handcuffed at this point. No. No. Perhaps you should tell the story. So at this point you start going down on me while I'm standing up next to him. Mm-hmm. And oh, it was just right. awkward all round, really. So four people pretty much standing around in the lounge room and him being pleasured by her orally and me being pleasured by you orally. We decided to take it to the bedroom. And I think that's the point where you just went, yeah, this is uncomfortable and weird, so let's just all take it to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because the bedroom's warmer as well. Good here in there. Yeah. So we're off we pop to the bedroom. And I think we, j- we basically continue what we were doing in the lounge, except in a horizontal position instead of vertical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think actually I started giving you head at this point. Yes, you did actually. Yeah, that's right. So you started sucking on my cock, mm-hmm. doing a fantastic job. Thank you. C is exceptionally good at that. Oh. And he was still receiving oral from her, I think. That mm. was going on for quite a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's exactly the case. And yeah. then I think she was still wearing her her clothing, so yeah. her underpants, her mm-hmm. undergarments. So we decided that it'd be a good time to remove those. Yeah, yeah. So off they came, and then um, he started uh, he started going down on her, giving her head, mm-hmm. which was uh, very exciting for me to watch. And and I believe that I actually may have been involved in doing that as well with you at that point. I'm not, you know, I feel I feel like I was on top of you, straddling you, and we were fucking at this stage. No, we hadn't gotten to fucking. Oh, yeah, actually, no, you're right. We were, yep. So you'd um, you'd gotten on top of me, and you started started uh, shagging me, which was fantastic. And um, we and that's right. And then he maneuvered her around to the other side of the bed. Yeah, to watch. Yeah, to watch. And then he started fucking her from behind. Yeah, yeah, which was um really. So cool we were, we were basically having sex, and then they were. Watching us, but having, having sex at the same, same time. time. Yeah, which was um, 
really hot. Yeah, really, and actually, really in fact, then at this stage, you turned me over, mm-hmm. and I had my legs up over your shoulders, and they were still doing their thing, and then I got the magic wand out as well. Yes, that's right, you did. So, ladies, if you're listening to this, or gents for that matter, please buy one. Um, magic Fantastic. wand... Great, great Hitachi. sex toy. Yeah, Hitachi, yeah, Hitachi Magic Wand. Google it. It's 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 great. It's really, really good. Uh, I can't really say much more than that. Ladies, get buy yourself one. Guys, buy one for your lady. You won't regret it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really a ladies-only toy. They really are, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 although the, the vibration is that firm that you do actually feel it if you're inside the vagina, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing either. Yeah, so we were using that. Um, I, you know, obviously came quite quickly during that scenario and which is interesting because you were always concerned that you'd be able to yeah. come in front of or with anyone else in the room to be honest though i mean you know you can't really go wrong getting uh you know having nice hard cock inside of you and using the hitachi magic wand it's really it's really a, it's just an obvious end game goes all right yeah and so we actually then sat back and did watching at this point in time because mm. You know, we were kind of taking it all in, seeing what they were doing, and so we, we watched for mm-hmm. probably like 10, 15 minutes. I yeah, think. absolutely. And, uh, yeah, they were going at each other quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from memory, uh, you actually started going down on me again. Um, I think I was, I was getting involved in their play a little bit first, so I was actually kind of touching Kissing her neck. Her, that's right, yes. Rubbing her back, you know, just touching her skin and kind of caressing her as a, as a woman does. Being, being all sexy-like. Yeah, so I was getting involved in, in kind of making her feel, or what I thought was, making her feel a little bit more at ease. Yeah, which absolutely worked by the look of things. Mm. By, the, by the end of the evening, I mean, she, uh, um, I think at this point is probably where you started to give me head, yeah, mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I hadn't actually come at this point, so I was more than happy to, happy to receive that. Actually, even if I had have come, I still would have been pretty happy. But um, I was laying on my back, and C was on her knees, mm-hmm. and C1 decided it'd be a good idea to... Um, ask if she could touch me. Ask if she could touch you. And um, and you absolutely agreed. And yeah, there's a lot of, like, mm-hmm going on when you've got, you know, somebody's penis in your mouth, <laughs> and somebody's asking you a question. It's just like when you've just sat down at a restaurant, you're starting to eat your food, and the waiter comes over and asks you, is that good? And you just put a forkful right in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, like Similar scenario. <laughs> <laughs> or, or talking at a dentist when you've mm. got a mouthful of dental instruments. Yeah, so she said, you know, do you mind if, do you mind if I touch you? And um, started rubbing rubbing my clit, touching, mm-hmm. touching my pussy, and I was going down on you. At yeah. this point, for for quite a while. Yeah, and the view was fantastic. And he was he was um, D one was also actually having sex with was, her from yeah, behind. He was shagging her from behind at the same time, whilst she was rubbing on your clitoris. Mm-hmm. Um, and if memory serves, she then um, she then inserted a couple of fingers into you. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I I remember him asking if he could. Uh, kiss kiss my bottom or something. Yeah. He was kissing my bottom. Yeah, he was because he—that's about as much of you as he could get hold of from, <laughs> with the distance, with the distance scenario. So, yeah. So he was definitely doing that. So he was, um, I suppose, kissing at your lower back and at mm-hmm. your ass cheeks while she was still inside you with her fingers, mm-hmm. and she was really going at you reasonably, 
reasonably well would mm-hmm. be the way I'd put it. Yep. I mean, I was I was watching from from the top end and really couldn't see exactly what was going on, but I could see certainly some elbow and shoulder movement. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think anyone could see what was going on besides D one from the back view. Yeah. So, do you want to give um, the folks at home an update on what was going on? Yeah, sure. So, I'm giving you oral. Mm-hmm. She is touching me with her fingers um, inside and outside of my vagina, mm-hmm. and. He he was having sex with her, I believe, missionary position. No, he was kissing you on the back. How can that be missionary position? He was having totally, sex with you're her. You're totally right. You are totally right. I am totally wrong. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I just he did the come, He bent over and sort of said, do you mind if I kiss you on the butt cheek? And was doing that for a little bit. And then I, I don't recall this next section at all. Um, you told him no. That's because, um, because he wanted to stick a finger in your ass. Right, so how did that actually... I, d- I didn't hear any of this. He said, I'm, do you want to stick a, can I'm, I stick a I'm finger in your ass? I'm balls deep, I don't know what's going on. I s- he said, can I stick a finger in, her, in your right, ass? Right. And, and I said, no, because <laughs> I knew you wouldn't be up for that. Yeah. Was it's I wrong? Bit forward, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I did say no, and uh, I, that's because I knew C would not be interested in that at this point. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we're... So at this point, this carries on for maybe, it wasn't that long, maybe three or four minutes, and you had a resounding orgasm. Yeah, so I came for the second time in the evening, and I really don't recall what was going on with them two. Where, where, with Look, it, it was, do you not remember there was a bit of awkward? Yeah, there was a little bit of awkward stuff, and, and I don't remember if you came either. No, I didn't. Yeah, so you didn't, no. So, um, so can I just say I was the only person in the room that was actually... No, because C1 also came. So the two ladies came. Okay. You're not convinced. I'm not convinced. No. You're not convinced. <laughs> so I believe... There's a little bit... There's a doubt. There's a doubt. I believe that C1 may have came. Okay. I can't be sure because I'm a man and women pull this wool over our eyes regularly. <laughs> so... Um, Anyway, moving on from there, so at least C C had come at this point. C one. And I think we'll be watching them again now at this yeah. point, and they were they were probably going at it for another ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, but they had, there was some um, some issues mm. there. Remember? Um, yeah, the whole the whole it's 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 late. There's a lot happening in the room. And a lot of alcohol involved. A lot of alcohol involved, and I think probably one of the the faux pas that is probably. Not as well, not as spoken about as it should be, which is performance issues, right? Because it's for men, absolutely. Yeah, for women, it's a lot more simple. I mean, if you're in the mood, and even if you're in the mood and still can't get wet, there's always lubricant. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, you can, you, you know, girls can at least have some. You know, they can fake it. It's just reality, right? Yeah, of course. Guys really, they they struggle with that, and it's not. Um, you know. It, it, I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, the girl's perspective is, God, what's wrong with me? Does this guy not find me attractive? Well, you certainly had a little bit of that. And the guy's perspective is like, oh, my God, this is happening. Like, what do I do? So this tension builds up and there's a lot going on, a lot of visuals. Mm. A lot of visual stimulation. Not to mention, yeah, you know, tired drinks, everything else. And so it's it's quite common. So any guys out there uh, listening to this, please know that it's common. Don't worry about it. Relax. Yeah, you'll do that. Actually, next the, time. the easiest way to d- deal with it, I would think, is actually to remove yourself from the situation for a period. 
Yeah. Just get away from it because it is so I mean, not get away from it. Maybe just sit back and watch, watch for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But for God's sake, don't sit in the corner and jerk off because that's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. It's it just weird. Funny. Not in the corner. No. You can stand against a wall or something. So I think, you know, at this time we've been playing now for what, 35, 40 minutes, oh, an hour? No, it's been an hour by now. An yeah. hour, okay. Yeah. So it's been about an hour and, you know, it's I think probably again about two in the morning. Um, we're at our place, it's school night, and I'm, I'm worn out in all aspects of the word. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling mm-hmm. worn out downstairs, you know, I've had my fair share of play for the evening. I'm Two orgasms. Worn out, I've had a... a couple of drinks and I'm tired and, and all the rest of it and so you know they're, they're, they're playing for a little bit and then they pretty much go yeah we're stop. done as well Let, we're done as well like yeah. you could just see the the room kind of go yep you know what actually we've had a good night I think we're done right now yeah time for a debrief yeah is what the is what the, the the eyes of the room all seem to team seem to say yeah and that's exactly what happened I think yeah well, we um Everyone came back outside to the ta- to the lounge room, picked up their clothing, got dressed. We gave them a, a kiss goodbye, literally, mm-hmm. um, which was actually, I think, the first time I've ever seen C kiss another man. Yeah, on the on the mouth, um, not not necessarily passionately, but with some passion. Yeah, it was a thanks for the evening, thanks for a fun time. You, you got to, at this point too, um, and I didn't realise realize this until after, but I actually barely touched D1. Yeah. Barely. No, you didn't, oh, did you touch? Oh. Uh, not sexually. Like, so no. it was it was a, bare, a barely a connection. So you could almost classify this, if she, if she wasn't having an interaction with me, it you could classify this as... Sex in the same room. Yeah, same sex. Mm. Um, sorry, sex in the same room. Um, so that same was same room sex is what you're asking for. Thank yeah. you, gosh. And so that was pretty interesting, I guess, to realise that after I was like, wow, you know, actually, he didn't. So in the back of my mind as well, I was thinking, oh God, is is he satisfied? Like, should I have? Is that the? What did I do wrong? Is it the protocol? Like, should yeah. should I have been more involved with him? Is that kind of the direction that they were hoping it went and it didn't? I, I, you know, so there's a lot of questions that I guess come out of this. Yeah, but I think you would. I think you know, using swinger jargon, you'd consider this our first soft swap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though you didn't really no. have a lot to do with D one. Yeah. And frankly, I didn't have a lot to do with C one either. Maybe a bit of kissing, some playing with uh, with her breasts. You were touching her while she was um, uh, giving him oral in the lounge room. Because you asked me, you said, do I mind? And I oh, said, no, right. go for it. So yeah, you were actually you were right. touching I her. I was, I was touching her clear, wasn't I? There was a lot of um, mm. a lot of reassuring for her as, from our side as well. So she was, you know, a little bit nervous, but, you know, felt concerned like... About concerned about her body image, body image and body, body image shape problem. and those yeah. sorts of things. So we did a fair bit of reassuring throughout the evening just to say, look, you know, this is good, you're sexy, it's fun, you know, well, all we these kinds of things. And... Um, but yeah, so we, we basically said our goodbyes and that was the that, that was, was the end of the night. Well no, not quite. I put on some clothes, I head on downstairs and I uh, give C one her her glasses back, which is what she's left back up here. And uh, she lays a passionate kiss on me and says I look forward to continuing this another time. Continuing. To to be continued. To be continued. 
Unfortunately, unfortunately, never was. No, no, never was. That was the. Um, I mean, I think it was a, a good scenario for what happened with that couple, and it was certainly fun times. And mm, we really enjoyed it. You know, the, the the two times that we had the spontaneity, which was probably the sexiest thing about the whole situation, was the fact that it, you know, it was a school night on both accounts, and it was something naughty to do as opposed to just kind of. You Sitting know, at home watching the idiot box. Yeah, coming home after work and just, you know, making dinner and kind of sitting around. So that was one of the highlights and something that we are constantly eager to recreate is that spontaneity. Mm, yeah, which is it makes it even some sometimes more difficult for us because there are a lot of swingers who have children. Oh, yeah, which is home couples, and... which is fine. I mean, no issue with that, but... It just makes it a little more difficult for us because we, we've now narrowed our niche a little bit <laughs> to swingers who don't have children. Well, we still actually play with people who have kids, but yeah. certainly we we crave the spontaneity of getting a receiving a text on a Wednesday night saying like, "Guys, let's catch up. You know, we'll have some fun." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's probably um, covers off this story again, isn't it? Yeah, we really hope that you enjoyed hearing about our first soiree and bringing home a couple for the first time actually from red hot pie it was uh, an absolute pleasure in oh, more ways than one more and in lots of ways yeah and it was just uh, refreshing and i think that it probably cemented our uh, want to stay in the lifestyle yeah it did because they were nice people they're intelligent sexy fun we had some the whole fun. thing um, it added some spontaneity to our life and our sex life. Mm-hmm. So there were a whole lot of things that really got together to make it a, a, a fantastic night in. Yeah, a night out and a night in. And I think that's <laughs> getting to actually go to new places is kind of fun as well. So yeah, really it's just um, good on all counts. And, you know, even when you are out, you get to talk about really sexy things and so that feels naughty. You yeah. know, you're out at a public bar and you're talking about you know, sex and vibrators and swinging and those sorts of things. Are, Fucking and touching clitoris. Yeah, just and, fun. Yeah, good um, times. <laughs> good times. So, guys, look, uh, as always, we really want your feedback and want to hear from you all out there, and, and we hope that you're really enjoying this. So if you can hit us up on Twitter at our handle at swingdownunder or on our email. Swingingdownunder at gmail.com. Yeah, and we really um, oh, hope we have Facebook you... as well. Oh, we have Facebook as well, Facebook actually. As well. So swing down under on Facebook as well. So check us out. But for now, this is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. Bye, guys. <laughs>